This week on Friday Thoughts, I talk all about Let's Plays, what I feel about them, my, some of the ones I've actually watched, and uh, I talk a little bit about some news, including some uh, controversial stuff, including Ninja. So uh, I hope you stick around. We'll talk all about that on Friday Thoughts, episode 63. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the video game and entertainment podcast that nobody asked for. Even though that nobody asked for it, I'm still here, and I'm still doing it every single week. <laughs> uh, each and every week, we talk about video games and other fun stuff that interests me, and uh, go into some news and all that fun shenanigans. So first off, like always, we're going to start with the very first section of the show, which is the topic of the week 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 no need for a musical intro interlude there that sounded beautiful <laughs> uh this week i want to talk about let's plays and uh what are let's plays we'll start off with that okay let's plays are somebody plays a video game on the internet with or without a cam have a conversation over a video game, talk about what they're doing, make jokes. Uh, sometimes you do Let's Plays with a big group, have a lot of fun. And it's just, you know, video game commentary. And uh, they're fun to watch. And what I think about Let's Plays in general is I love them. Uh, I think they're one of the coolest things that to happen to the internet in the last 10 years or so, since they've been around and gotten popular. And... They're some of my favorite things to watch. So I kind of wanted to talk about where, what Let's Plays I've list, watched and suggest watching what I think is pretty fun to watch. Or Let's just start from the beginning. I started out watching Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 videos because I was in college. I was alone. I didn't have any friends. I had a video game system. I had a PS3. And I had Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And that was like the only game that I really had that had legs. I had a lot of single player games. But I, this is the only multiplayer game I had that I could play over and over again before I actually got Minecraft. So I used to watch these Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 commentators. They would talk all about the game, different tips and tricks. And then what happened, they slowly evolved. So these videos were probably around 10 to 20 minutes, depending on the commentator. We had Wings of Redemption. We had Sea Nanners. We had Hutch. We had Tabes. There's a lot of these old school... Uh, commentators that had I used to watch a lot of them and actually a lot of these people are streamers now like Xcal, Sandy Rabbit. I know these are just names to most people but yeah these people would make these videos where they talk over their Call of Duty multiplayer gameplay and it ended up being more about the personality after a while they would get into deeper topics after after just you know, the game got a little, you know, samey. Everybody knew the tips and tricks after a while. So it was just like, okay, today we're going to talk about depression. Or, hey, today I did this really cool thing. We're going to talk over some gameplay. And, hey, I'm using the Spaz 12 shotgun only. And I did a free-for-all. I got 30-0. and 0, And uh, that's kind of in the background. I'll chit-chat about that. But I'm just going to talk about my vacation to Cancun. You know, stuff like that. And I got really into listening to these commentaries because of the personalities that's why you go to let's plays and things like this is the personality if the person's boring and dry kind of like i am i'm just kidding what was that did you hear that was that me 
I think it must have been a cat. Anyway, it was a cat. <laughs> uh, like a little like clinking sound in the distance, and the cat's meowing. She probably wants to be fed again. I fed her yet? Like not yesterday, actually this morning when I got up. But they eat a lot of food. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> you get interested in the the commentary, uh, like their style, their personality, and all this stuff. Um, and then a game came out, a little-known game. It's it's not really that popular. Not that many people know about it. I mean, it kind of, you know, it has has this little niche community. Uh, it's called um, Minecraft? Minecraft? Something like that? <laughs> uh, of course, I'm just... I kid, I kid, I kid. Dad jokes around. Dad jokes all around. Anyway, there's this Let's Play series. Excuse me. Um, trying not to, like... So what happens? I'm just going to... This is a little random tangent, but I work in coolers, so my nose gets stuffy, and I notice that I do a little sn like snotty sounds a lot, and I've been trying to avoid doing that, and because I, I don't like the way it sounds. Anyway, I'm I'm nitpicking myself again. Anyway, a little game called Minecraft came out. I used to watch this Let's Play series, and this is one of the ones I got really into and watched from the beginning to the end. It's this guy named X. His name was X. It's like, like X's Adventures in Minecraft, I think it's called. Something like that. And I got super into it. Watched every episode. Uh, I watched this guy named C. Nanners. I think I talked about him. He did Call of Duty. He actually went to Minecraft and other games. He's still pretty popular. He streams and stuff like that. Uh, what happened is I got into a com community called TED. Right? This is because of Let's Plays. And this was a Minecraft community. It had uh, three people. Tiwunu. Exodukes. And Durka. These three people had a Minecraft server and they did Let's Plays on it and they had lots of people together. I joined it. I kind of like snuck my way in there and um, made buddy buddy pals with all these guys. And uh, what ended up happening is after playing so much on the server, making videos myself of the server, I kind of became like really close friends with these guys through Let's Plays. And what happened is Tiwunu and Durka, they kind of like stop making videos. Tiwunu makes some here and there. Uh, I talked to him on and off. I have he's my friends on Facebook and stuff like that. And I know he still plays video games, of course. Um, but I had my buddy Exodix, which uh, we made a Minecraft server, and I've talked about the Minecraft server a lot. So we're not going to go into that too much. But um, we both did let's plays on the server that was called Aradia in Minecraft, and that was one of the fun things I did. And then of course I did Minecraft. I did my own let's plays. At this time, I was getting into these guys called the Creatures. They're still around, but they're a way different group. What got me into them was this guy named, this is his actual name on YouTube, S-S-O-H-P-K-C. And uh, it means something, but he doesn't really talk about what it means. I know one of the S's is his actual name. His name is Seamus. And he does a lot of Let's Plays. Or he used to. He doesn't do it anymore. But he used to post up to eight or nine episodes a day of series. So he would play like... 10 hours of a game, chop it up into like 15 to 30 minute sections and just upload it, you know, in a stream. And I would watch and have him on in the background for hours on end, especially when he did Minecraft uh, hack videos, because I love Minecraft uh, homebrews and hacks and stuff like that. Minecraft, I'm saying Minecraft, right? Mario, <laughs> Mario hacks and homebrews and stuff like that. So... He did like Brutal Mario. It was one of his first series on his channel. And from there, I watched a lot of stuff that he did. I watched another guy named Kutra that was on there. He still does stuff too. And uh, 
I really liked that community and it was fun to interact with them for a while. But after a while, I just stopped watching it. You know, it just happens. Uh, I don't haven't watched. There was years and years I didn't watch Let's Plays, but there's this guy that I just latched onto, and I still watch his stuff. I literally watched one of his Let's Plays today. He has a 500 plus Minecraft Let's Play series, and his name is Ethos Lab. And I actually watched this stuff, and he's really technical. He knows how to do all the Raven quit. Stop. She's like sniffing, like the window, like, like, like a mad, mad person, mad doggy. <laughs> anyway, uh, he does this let's play series of Minecraft, and he goes really cool, does really cool builds where he does awesome like machinery and stuff using the circuitry in the game, which is called redstone, and it's fun to watch. And he makes some really different builds that I don't see other people do. So he was, he's always been something that I've watched since then. And I've been watching him for years. He's great. He kind of started doing YouTube around the same time I did, which is cool. It's awesome. And, uh, I do watch streamers too, from time to time. Streaming is kind of like let's plays, but it's live, which is nice. Um, the ones I do watch from here and there is LOL Renee, Eat my diction, Hutch. These these people are from Modern Warfare 2 as well. And Excal, like I said earlier. These people all all came from Call of Duty pretty much, which is crazy. Anyway, the one I do watch the most nowadays in the last two to three years is Giant Bomb. And I've talked about them a lot, and I watch their let's plays constantly. So that's pretty much the let's plays I intake. You know, like I watch and I listen and I absorb. Um do I like to make Let's Plays? Of course I do. That's one of my favorite things to do. I think I am the most natural at doing Let's Plays and streams and stuff like that. For some reason, I am really good at playing something on and just rambling and talking. I'm really good at just improving across a video game. I'm really f good at it. I feel like that's one of my strongest skills. I know it's one of the most useless skills out there, but as one of my skills that I know I can do, I can sit down in front of any game and make it at least somewhat interesting for somebody to watch me play. At least somewhat interesting. I'm not going to say I'm always interesting, <laughs> but if I'm on, I can make some of the most fun stuff that I've ever made video wise and stream wise. So I feel like I'm actually really strong at that. And what do I look for in a let's play? I look, like I said before, I look for a personality. I look for character. I look, look for interesting gameplay or high skill gameplay, gameplay, depending on the person. But all in all, I think let's plays is a positive thing for the internet. I know, excuse me. I know there's a lot of people out there that do these things and, uh, it gets kind of hard to find people that you enjoy, but sometimes it's fun to just look around and find random streamers or let's players and just watch because there are some really fun people out there to have a good time watching. So um, check out a let's play. Do go see some. Go try out a let's play because I think they're one of the coolest entertainment sources out there. I know it sounds weird. You're sitting there. You're watching video games and listening to somebody just ramble over the top of it. But trust me, you start to get into the game with that person it's like enjoying a video game it's like sitting down next to your buddy enjoying a game as he plays it and it's a lot of fun to do and it's a lot of fun to make that content and a lot of fun to watch it so that's my opinion on let's plays and i think that's it for the topic this week Okay, guys, it's time for the recommendation minute where I take one minute and I recommend something. Do it every single week. It's a lot of fun. We're going to start in three, 
two, one. This week's recommendation minute is go out of your comfort zone and try something new, something different. Be that in a new hobby, a new genre of video games, movies, entertainment, or media, take the time to try something that you would normally not try. If you don't like a Dark Souls video game, go try a Dark Souls video game. If you don't like a platforming video game, go try that. If you don't like podcast, go try a podcast. If you don't like Let's Plays, like I was talking about a minute ago, go try it out. This week, take it upon yourself to see something that you've never tried, never even thought about trying, and try it. Because in life, if you don't take risks every once in a while and try something new, you're never going to discover something that might be one of your favorite things of all time. There's so much stuff out there. Just enjoy life. Try something new. Try something new and uh, enjoy or dislike it. Well, just, just try it out. See what you like. I know I was rambling at the end there. That's been a minute. That one's a little louder. Damn. All right. Recommendation Minute is over. The next section of the show is, like always, what's happening? What have I been up to this week? <sighs> I've been working every day. I've literally been working every single day since the last time I recorded. But besides that, that's just boring. It's I am super tired at work. I've been thinking a lot about videos and things I want to create and making comic strips and fun stuff. There's a lots of stuff on my mind. I've been I made some graphics for the hell of it. I made like headers for the country cartridge club community because they I uh, got asked and I did it. It was fun. Uh, you know I've been enjoying doing that. That's a lot of fun. Uh, but besides that, I've been mostly working. I got the cartridge club mystery box. So what is the cartridge club mystery box? It's a box that's magical i discovered especially after getting it myself it goes around the cartridge club community and you take out its games there's games random stuff in there I'm not going to tell you what's in there it's a secret it's a mystery for a reason i'm not even going to tell you what i took out yet i'm going to make a video on that so i just want to talk about my experience receiving the box and wow it was awesome so basically you open it up there's a bunch of stuff in there mystery you go through it pick a few things out and you put that same amount of items back in. And there's a couple of little cool things in there that I'm not going to divulge here. But I really enjoyed some heartwarming. There's some heartwarming stuff in there. And I loved it. I loved the experience I had with the mystery box. And I hope the next person that gets it has as much fun as I had going through it. It was awesome. Uh, to say that he is a fisherman. No, he likes fishes. At least according to his gamer tag. <laughs> that was a really bad joke that some people probably got. Anyway, yeah, I hope you enjoy that box. I, he should be getting it soon, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he feels about it. And I know a lot of people have enjoyed the box as well. And I hope what I think should happen with that box it should go around a lot faster. It feels like I've heard about it here and there, but it doesn't feel like it goes around too fast. I wish that it went around really fast. Like everybody got it like once or twice a year. That'd be awesome. But, you know. People don't always have time to send that thing. That thing's heavy. It was like 20 pounds. It cost a little bit to send it, but it was worth it, and I loved getting it, so that was awesome. Thanks. Uh, Caleb J. Ross sent it to me, so thank you so much, dude. That was awesome. Appreciate that. Uh, what else did I do? We've been doing this apartment stuff. You figure by now I would know if I had this apartment, right? Because we've been talking about it for a while. Uh, it's been a week since we applied, 
put our down payment and everything and they're still doing our paperwork and I actually find out today so what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna leave a blank spot in this recording and then after I know I'll come in and edit in uh, I got it or I didn't get it and then we'll uh, edit it in right here hey everybody it's future Josh and I just wanted to say hey we got the apartment apartment we're gonna be moving in September 13th I'm so excited to finally be moving and uh, past Josh chill out everything worked out just fine so back to the regular show dang it's too bad you didn't get it I mean oh my god awesome you got it good job Josh of the past <laughs> Josh of the future I guess I'm confused anyway uh, yeah so I don't know what the results are going to be. We'll find out later today. I record the shows usually a day early, sometimes on the day. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's been a sh whole clusterfuck. Honestly, we had all the old apartments trying to say that we owed, owed rent to them and all this stuff. And we didn't. I had to call them and freaking fight it. And the people here at this apartment, when we put our notice in, they told us 14 days was okay. And then when we put in notice, they're like, no, it should be 30 days. We're going to charge you a fee and all this stupid crap. It's just a big headache. I've been a big ball of stress all entire this entire week just waiting and hoping we get this place. And it's not too crazy. Yeah, because if we put our vacate, vacate notice in at these apartments and we have two weeks to get out of here. So if we don't get this apartment, we have two weeks to figure out what we're going to do. And that's even more scary. So... We'll find out. Hopefully it's positive and that little insert was positive. <laughs> uh, anyway, besides all that, movie, pa movie Pass is getting crappy, guys. Movie Pass is crappy now. And that's a bummer. So if you don't know what Movie Pass is, it's like this is your first episode ever. I've talked about it a few times. $10 a month, one movie every single day. So recently they have been really crappy about availability of movies. Like literally we're going to go see this movie, Black Klansman. I'll talk about it in a minute. We're wanting to watch it all week. Because we like the trailers, it's an interesting premise, so we wanted to see it, okay? And on the app, for every single theater besides the ones that are e-ticketing, and the closest one to us is 30 miles away, and that's not 30 miles, oh, a straight drive. That's 30 miles on really terrible highways with a lot of construction, 30 miles. So that's an hour drive, pretty much. And all the other theaters that are actually near us, we have like five theaters near us in different directions. They only have two movies. They have The Meg which is that shark movie with Jason Statham. And then they have, what was it? It wasn't Mission Impossible because we can see, oh, it was Slender Man, which got horrible reviews and it doesn't even look that interesting to me. It looks like a crappy horror movie. We don't want to watch that. We want to watch Black Klansman because that looked pretty good. And uh, so we ended up having to wait till she had a day off, which was yesterday. And we went and saw Black Klansman there at the theater. And it was one of those theaters where you actually get to sit down and eat, which is nice. Uh, I think it's like Studio Movie Grill. Yeah, that's what it is. So yeah, Movie Pass sucks now. Next month, uh, we're waiting. We're not going to cancel it yet. September 13th, they're switching the plan up. It's three movies a month, and then you get a discount for every other movie past that. And it's still $10. So that you're like, $10 is $10. It's not that bad. Because if I go to the Cinemark right here by us, it's $10 per ticket anyway. So, you know, we basically get two movie tickets free, free if we go to three movies. That's worth it, you know, still to us. So if this actually works out and we can actually watch what movies we want on the app, We'll keep the service, but if it's the same thing where there's like two movies we don't actually want to watch and we have to go to the e-ticket theater that's all the way across town, we're probably going to cancel, which is unfortunate, 
because Movie Pass has treated us really well, and it's been a great service until now. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Whew. I'm, like, talking so fast today, I'm out of breath. Anyway, we saw Black Klansman. I said that, like, five times. has uh, Adam Driver in it. It's a Spike Lee movie. It's about a black guy who becomes a cop in the 60s during the Black Panther movement and everything. And uh, he infiltrates the KKK by calling the KKK on the phone and making a voice, you know, and Adam Driver plays him in person for the KKK and they infiltrate. And it's really interesting and fascinating. It has a really great message and it's actually one of those movies where I read the title. I'm like, you know, I wasn't sure when I was going into it, like if I actually would like this or not. And I ended up loving this movie. It's realistic and it has so much connections to modern days with no spoilers but it's very 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 hard to watch if you cannot take racism that's what this movie's all about n words dropping left and right man like you know slurs left and right very 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 vulgar when it comes to that talking about very horrible stuff that's happened to uh, you know, black people in the past and all of that. It's very dark movie when it comes to that, but it has that good message by the end of it. But it's a very dark movie. But I, I enjoyed it so much. I I loved every moment of watching it. But it, it's some super super serious tone. And the thing about this movie is, a lot of times in it, there's some really black humor that's actually funny. You like actually laugh out loud, even though there's some effed up stuff going on around it, you know. And that's kind of weird when they do that, but it kind of lightens the tone because otherwise this movie would just be just very, very, very racist, 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 and down and down, and they're fighting. There's black power, white power, fighting each other type of thing, you know. It's... uh not like super action-packed or anything but it's a very great drama and i i won't i would recommend it to everybody it's one of those movies that during these trying times right now it's needed this is one of those movies that that's needed it has a purpose and it's a really good movie um i suggest everybody watch it at least once i think it's worth a watch and i highly rate it because i just i okay this is the ending i'm not going to spoil what happens but this is how I felt during the ending. I got chills. I got angry. I got frustrated. And then I got sad and I started crying like a baby. I don't know. I admit it. I don't care. And at the end, I had a really good resolution that made me feel super, you know, it just made me think a lot, honestly. And I thought this movie was just super, super good at making you think. And me and Sierra had a really deep conversation about it after we got off of there. And it's worth your time. So that is Black Klansman. It's all one word, spelled really weird. It's like has KKK in the middle. So it's Black K Klansman. So it's Black KKK Klansman. You know what I mean? Something like that. If you've seen the title, you know what I mean. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I highly suggest watching it. And that's about all I've been up to this week. So, we'll go into the.
News of interest! News of interest coming at you. Video game and otherwise today. <laughs> video game news, video game news, video game news. It's all video game news this week. It's my favorite type of news, so occasionally I'll have a movie news. I'll talk about chips and stuff. But today, it's video game stuff. And there's a couple of negative newses here. Okay, we're going to start with this uh, plagiarism scandal. We got this dude, Philip Mewson, who wrote a plagiarized review of Dead Cells last week. They are finding more and more and more plagiarism by him from Nintendo Life. Different things like that. His LinkedIn profile is literally copied and pasted from a job template site. That's ridiculous and crazy. Um, lengthy, lengthy list. This is from Kotaku. I'm reading this directly from Kotaku. It's written by Jason Schreier. It's an article on there. He says that the lengthy list of allegations against Mewson now includes a Bayonetta 2 review that drew from Polygon, a video and that took word for word from a NeoGAF post. That was crazy. I pulled up the. This is from my own. This is my own words now. <laughs> um, I pulled up the NeoGAF article. And I pulled up the video, and it is literally word for word, verbatim. That shit blew my mind. Back to the article by Jason Schreier on Kotaku. And he says, and a number of videos in which Mason, I, I don't know how to say this dude's name, Mr. Plagi Plagiarizing Plagiar Boy, that's his new name, read excerpts from Wikipedia literally about topics like Super Mario Odyssey and Shantae Half-Genie Hero, and if he, as if he had written them. This even in, this list even includes Octopath Travel Travel article that copies from his own IDN colleague's review, much to the writer's dismay. Tipsters have pointed to me dozens of instances in which plagiarizing plagiarizing boy took directly from other sources, some of which are rounded up on another link here, which I don't really feel like going into. And uh, the thing I want to talk about, he is getting all of his stuff just wiped from the site. This is, friend, this is from the Kotaku article as well. Tonight, IGM took down more content over concerns some of the work by Philip may have been copied, wrote video boss Fran Mirabello at IGN. After 18 years at IGN as a reviewer, er, as a, reviewer a producer, it's despicable. Authors and supported... Arthur... I can't talk. Authors and supporters affected... I'm sorry. Nobody at IGN stands for this. This is a personal statement of my own. So he is pissed. So basically they're going through the entire site. They're going to have to scrub all the stuff this guy wrote and then have to re-review all of these reviews because IGN is the biggest review company out there. Have to re-review everything that he reviewed, which included copies of Doom and Skyrim for the Switch and different things like that, going all the way back to October 2017. And imagine a guy that's producing content constantly throughout the years. He's constantly producing more and more and more for the last, I guess almost year now it's not quite been a year and uh the thing with ign it's a fast-paced work environment so he probably produced something like every day or every other day during the weekdays so say five days a week he's producing something they have to go through and wipe all that off their systems and re-review it because this guy had this thing where he just copied and copied and copied and i don't understand this when it comes to reviews like this that's your job is to Come up with your own personal review, your own personal opinion, and relay it to an audience, especially when it comes to IGN, which is the millions and millions of people go to IGN every single day. Look at reviews. Reviews from IGN are highly regarded 
no matter what you guys feel about them, no matter what anybody feels about them, they are the most highly regarded review people out there because they have the biggest amount of traffic, period. So, next to GameSpot, of course. So, when it, you have the Nintendo editor taking other people's stuff, little people, random people on forums, this type of stuff frustrates me. I know it's frustrating a lot of people. This stuff actually makes me very angry. As a small creator, I know I'm just very tiny guy here, right? But if I was going to spend, like, okay, let's take the first review that I actually, like, was super proud of. If I took my Night in the Woods review, and then I go to IGN, and he had copied even a section of it verbatim, I would have been very frustrated because I spent so much time on that review perfecting it to the point where I was happy with it. You know, I felt like it was a nice review that summarized my opinions of it in my own tone and my own voice. And then somebody just cribs that and puts it as their own. It's despicable. It's disgusting. And I really don't... I, I don't want to pile on this guy. He's been piled on. I know he's a person. He made huge mistakes. But it's a very big disappointment to see something like this happen. And I hope I don't ever have to see it again. I hope none of us has to see this again. Because this is supposed to be a fun, you know, platform. He's supposed to be out there talking about a really fun hobby that we all have together video games and he's supposed to be telling it in his own thoughts and opinions and it's just it's so frustrating being this small creator that this is for as a hobby seeing somebody doing that and it's just a bummer it really is and uh, this will be the last time i talk about this because i know i talked about it a lot last week too but um my i uh, dude i know you messed up and i know you messed up philip but man please think about your actions in the future because this is a bummer for all of us, everybody involved. I feel really sorry for IGN having to clean up this mess. This this just sucks, honestly. So uh, let's go to one more new uh, piece of news that's a little more controversial. It's about Ninja. If you don't know who Ninja is, he is one of the biggest Twitch streamers online. He's been a gamer for years. He has the biggest following. Thousands and thousands of people watch at a time. He has millions of followers on Twitch. He usually streams Fortnite and stuff like that. Most of the time, Fortnite. But he refuses to stream with female gamers. Here is a quote from Polygon. This is from the Samsung event. And uh, this is a quote that Polygon took. He says, If I have a com one conversation with one female streamer where we're, we're playing with one another, and even if there's a hint of flirting, that is going to be taken and going to be put up every single video and be clickbaited forever. So he doesn't want his wife. Here's another quote from him. Let's see. He posted on Twitter, clarifying his position. While I understand some people have implied my views mean I have something against playing with women, I want to make clear the issue I'm addressing is online harassment in my attempt to minimize it from our life, he wrote. It is something that affects all streamers, especially ones that make their relationship public, which he has a girlfriend that, oh no, he's married. And it's very public, and she is a public figure, too. I don't know her name. But, yeah. He says, My wife and my family will always be the most important thing to me, and I'm doing my best to protect them. Okay. So, this is a complicated issue. I understand where he's coming from. He has a point. Right? He has this huge following. If he's talking to somebody online, female, they're having a really fun time, let's say, playing Fortnite, and they're like, giggling and having a good time like oh my god nice shot girl yeah and then it seems like there's a flirt going on 
bam, click, clickbait everywhere. His wife has to see that, oh, is Ninja cheating on his wife? Da 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 da, you know, all over the web internet. And that sucks. The internet sucks. I understand that. But when you come with, when you have a platform this big, this is one of the biggest streamers online, right? Basically the biggest streamer, at least up there, right? He has a platform. And what he's saying on his platform right now, to all of these people watching him, millions and millions of people, a lot of imp impressionable kids and everything, that, nah, I'm not going to stream with women, period. And basically taking half of the possibility of streaming with any woman out there, like that's half the population, you're just dismissing, oh, I'll never stream with you, I'll never give you an opportunity to stream with me, even if you're an amazing streamer, and it's a bit of a bummer. So there are some people that have this idea too that a bit of a bummer, blah, blah, blah. There's a couple of tweets here and let's see, or a couple of quotes. Let's see, this, there's a streamer named Blue Jay, this is on Kotaku. He says, what Ninja said is re reinforcing exclusion on a huge scale, Blue Jay said on Twitter. He said it because he wants to avoid drama in his family life, understandably, but it's an extreme, it's, sorry, it's an extremely harmful and exclusionary method and his audience will follow, wow, my bad, my pop microphone is loose, let's start this over, he said it, he said it because he wants to avoid his drama in his family life, understandably, but it's an extremely harmful and exclusionary method and his audience will follow his lead, plain and simple, we don't need more segregation in gaming, in the gaming space to prevent the rumor mill, we need less. And I agree 100%. And uh, this is just one of those things that I just do not agree with him at all. Uh, I understand. I I'm not in that position at all. I don't have millions and millions of people making articles about me daily about everything. But honestly, him excluding half of the population, like I said before, just kind of just, it it it's not a great look when you're on top of everything saying, okay, this is... This is uh, acceptable. You know, I don't feel like it's acceptable at all, in my opinion. This is my opinion. You guys can disagree if you want. But if there was those clickbait, those clickbait, uh, those clickbait articles are going to happen anyway. No matter what. He's that big. So, dude, you just got to live with that. I don't know his personal situation. I don't know his wife's situation. I don't know how she feels about it. Maybe it's something because she doesn't want it to happen. Who knows? That's not out there public. That's not public knowledge. That's not my place to say. But it's still just a big big bummer and it feels like using these exclusionary tactics you know it's he's not going about it the right way i don't know the perfect solution to something like this uh but him saying oh well basically i don't stream with female streamers ever because you know that's just how i am and uh it sucks too because uh, being a female on the internet, I'm sure is not a fun thing. That's not me. I'm, I'm not in that situation either, but it doesn't seem like it's an easy thing to become a big streamer when you're a woman, even though some people would like to think that there's things called titty streamers that show their titties to get views. Um, most of the time it's the dudes that are number one on Twitch and that's a fact. And this is just sexist to an extent, even if he is not meaning it to be. And it's a bummer, like I said, it's a bummer, and I don't know what to say besides that, because it's, it's a crappy situation, like, dude, I, I don't, I can't agree with this guy, so, yeah, uh, I like, uh, 
inclusiveness. I don't like exclusions. I, don't know, I just messed that up really bad. You know what I mean, though? Let's just move off of the story. I've been talking about it too long. Uh, a couple of quick hits here. We got Diablo 3 is coming to Switch. This got leaked today. Who, who leaked it? I'm, I'm looking it up here. Let's see. This is from Kotaku, written by Nathan Grayson, posted today. The day has been prophesied by a light switch is finally upon us. Diablo 3 is coming to Nintendo Switch this year. The news was meant to be announced tomorrow, but appeared today on Forbes in a post that's since been deleted. Diablo 3 Eternal Collection on Switch will include the original game, the Reaper of Souls expansion, and the Rise of Necromancy Pack, and all updates... And all updates the game has received thus far. You'll also be able to get an armor set that makes you look like Ganondorf from Legend of Zelda. Because I guess uh, Ganondorf would be uh, mad about the devil muscling in on his ground of friends evil turf. That's some random, st random stuff there. Anyway. $60. Coming out later this year. And... Fun side note from this article, this will be the first Blizzard game on a Nintendo platform in over 15 years. That's crazy. New uh, section of the the news of interest. Keep your eye on this. Keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on this. It's a game called Grizz. G-R-I-S. Beautifully animated, gorgeous game coming out from Devolver Digital. I know some people have controversial opinions on that publisher in general but i would suggest taking a look at this trailer it's gorgeous it's uh it looks like a painting a, a painting crossed with a disney movie when it comes to the animation it's just it's very somber and gorgeous it's gorgeous the animation is just stunning and it looks just it's a looker guys go look at the trailer it's a platformer i'm looking forward to this it comes out in december so my suggestion, my, sorry, my topic, my topic, my homework for the week is go watch that Grizz trailer. Let me know how you guys feel. And that's about it for the news. The news is done. This got revealed today, that, that Grizz thing. Um, yeah, thank you for listening to the show. Go over to the Cartridge Club forums, which I do not mention enough. Cartridgeclub.org slash forum. Click on Frantic Thoughts. Click on episode 63. And in the comments, let's have a conversation. Let's watch this trailer. Let's talk about Let's Plays. Do you guys like Let's Plays? Do you guys like making Let's Plays? Let me know. It's a fun topic. I like I love I love Let's Plays and I already talked about it. They're one of my favorite things to watch. I know it sounds weird, right? But it is. Uh Trade Papercast, episode two came out. Issue two, I guess you should, I should say. It's uh, Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. It's a really fun comic about a girl kind of stuck in a place in time in this uh, restaurant called Seconds. And some mystical things go on. And it's a really interesting story. The podcast episode is only like 40 minutes long. So it's not a huge time investment, but it's a really good read. Go read that comic. Take it in and listen to the podcast. I think it came out really good. It's me and my fiance, Sierra. And uh, it's great. I love it. Um, that show's been a lot of fun to do. We're probably going to do some bonus episodes too, and I'll let you guys know that here as well. Go follow me on Twitter at Frantic Society. Frantic S O C I E T Y. And uh, that's about it for the show. Uh, take a moment, reflect, relax. Everything's going to be okay, guys, because, you know, video games are coming out, Spider Man's coming up, 
lots of good things are happening in the in the world there are good things happening in the world even though it seems dark at times so treasure the little things and uh love yourself and love those around you and be happy and i'll see you guys next week thanks for watching the show and or listening to the show thanks for listening to the show and i'll catch you next <laughs> i can't even wrap this up very well i was trying to be all you know philosophical and peaceful and i effed it up <laughs> oh man i'm, I'm getting out of here I'll, I'll catch you guys next week thanks for listening bye